jingly go. Right, coach, heaven for you, Fit Studio. Talking about the craving monster, uh, my favourite monster. Well, not my favourite monster. The cookie monster is my favourite monster. Unfortunately, my cookie monster has been packaged a long time ago. Don't really know what to say. This is this hasn't happened for about five months. I've literally no idea what's happened. We need someone running around though, trying to collect dogs up, like uh, the dog catcher. Hey, Daksha. Right, I'm gonna start again. Craving monster. <sighs> These are not cats jumping into the camera. We've moved forward somewhat. Right, craving monster. Okay, when does your craving monster come out to play? Now, I'm gonna be honest, from experience, uh, most people's craving monsters come out in the evening, um, at night, usually at the end of the day. How many of us, or how many of you, after a long day at work, have just thought, oh God, glass of wine be great uh, or some crisp or some ice cream uh, or just just the craving monsters saying go on go on now you've been so good why not why not um and often uh, the craving monster has been likened to emotional eating because actually quite similarly they happen at a relatively similar same time of the day um and lots of clients can say joe i've been comfort eating um, Helen, uh, it's uh, it's down to emotional eating, and, and you know there is an argument to say that actually, yeah, okay, there, there are as I said, there's some similarities. Actually, there's a difference, and there's a fundamental difference between the craving monster and emotional eating. And I'm gonna um, go into that a little bit more now, um, because I've done I've done emotional eating and everything else, and we've talked about it. And I know um, if you if you're with you, if it's you, you would talk to your coach. I'm sure at some point about it because we're all we're all can. Um, get into that place due to a lot of other reasons. The craving monster isn't emotional. The craving monster isn't emotional. Um, why? Okay. Uh, most common thing <laughs> that I've seen and used to be guilty of, I'm going to be honest, is go for um, a low carb approach for most of the day. So look, I'm, I've talked about this before uh, I'm going to go through again and this is this is a common thing I see with a client um, who is aiming to lose weight right from a health perspective and this is something I did as well because I thought it was quite straightforward in my head is to skip breakfast altogether. Well I say that this was this was a different Helen. You just have a, a, a cup of coffee and a cigarette for breakfast. Oh, I can't remember what time of day it was. It was probably just before I was meant to be rolling into work because I never used to get out of bed early. So a cup of coffee and a cigarette. Yes I used to smoke quite a lot and um, and at lunchtime, I'd have a, a, a chicken salad, no dressing, because dressing I knew was fattening. Um, and then in the evening, it was like, my my craving monster must have been, I'd, I'd love to give my craving monster a name. I just don't know that my craving monster would have absolutely humongous, like literally huge, because let's consider that I put on enough weight to be considered a high risk for diabetes type 2 and uh, blood pressure condition and a lot of a host of other things that I failed on a health check through work it was like the MOT gone wrong so my uh my my craving monster was pretty 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 big I would say um as was my waistline at that point um so I would tend to then um 
see see it as I've been so good all day, I've been really good, um, and then go ham on carbs essentially. Um, and it was always late at night. It was I would always actually even have a reasonable meal. This is the irony. I think I'd, from memory, I wasn't insane with the the actual evening meal. Everything that'll come after that, and it, it would be all carb based, right? And I've talked a little bit about sugar levels, but often we kind of kind of say emotional eating we're confusing the two things that are happening to our bodies so why why does it happen you need carbs so when you're going lower carbs through the day it stands to reason that that, that little voice is going to start talking and sometimes we kind of think it's a it's actually our body's telling us that you need energy you actually need it um it's not that we need to have chocolate to go over the edge or anything like that um it's it's the it's the sugar or the the the, the glucose glycogen glucagon the glycogen that our body is craving for energy it's that what your body is craving however we interpret it as chocolate sweet ice cream all the quick stuff now there is an argument to say that yes yes you can replace that during the day and yes this is where you want to move towards um if you're doing this this is your tactic i'm going to say i'm going to resolve a couple of these things right off the back so if you're um going for a low carb like the the salad lunchtime or no breakfast you have to start thinking about this is why we do the palm portions because we want to avoid the the craving monster at night we want to avoid the little voice saying go on come on because it is it is is a mental game actually you're craving your body is craving the actual energy that it needs for the day after it knows your body's a very clever thing so it deploys the monster to go eat me eat all the carbs um and so to bring in a slow releasing uh, carb during the day like something with starch like potatoes for example uh, or even fruit fruit is okay fruit is not the devil bring it on in bring it on in during the day so you're less likely to let the carb crazy monster <laughs> craving on the shoulder going eat 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 be able to bring that through the day so you can actually turn down the volume a lot of the times and yeah i know i know there's a lot of things i know that that, that could said time of month evening after have a stressful day yes yes uh, yes, although I'd also say, Pooja, actually have a look at what you're doing with your carbs during the day as well as um, to see what happens if you have a stressful day and you're more likely to go for that stuff. See what happens, actually, Pooja, if you actually do bring something in during the day and try to even that out a little bit. With all my guys who have done it, uh, they have actually found that they can control, because that's what I want to do, control the craving monster a little bit more. Um, what I have also noticed with this, this is when the, really when the, craving monster is high level is this this tactic uh i say tactic more than a strategy because strategy would be long term this is a tactic so tactics are short term and this is one i see a lot of is when a client completely removes sugar out of their diet right so it's the same thing they completely remove it out um so take out all chocolate all sweet things all sugar out of tea and coffee straight away um and the body there's nothing ahead they do some clients do get headaches to be fair um i'm going to tell you a story of a client once upon a time there was a client there is a literally um um i have a client who has got fantastic results and this client knows that um they like to have they 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 want and need um those carbs through the day and so rather than taking out all the sugar and all the sweet things, which is not bad, by the way, if it if it keeps the, car the craving monster at bay, the client of mine has had a piece of dark chocolate every day for the last, um, well, it be like three or four months. Um, now, that client's at a very good 
uh, very good result actually, a, a monumental result um, during joining during the middle of lockdown. Um, and what that client recognised and I recognised quite early on and was never going to mess with is that her craving monster would be so much uh, larger if we did ensure she had a decent uh, carb and a sweet carb as well in a lot of her meals. So does she have berries? Yes. Does she have sweet potato? Yes. Does she sacrifice one of her, um, her oil in or cooking oil in the evening meal to have one piece of dark chocolate after each evening meal? Yes, she does. Do they what? And she goes okay because as yet she has not had and many major craving monster issues when it's gone crazy on her. And yet so often, um, when we want to go like full on, um, we go for for taking out like all the sugar out of everything, taking out all the sweet stuff that's meant to be bad for you. Actually, um, if you're keeping uh, the craving monster at bay late at night because you're, it's all coming at once like a tidal wave, then actually it's not a bad approach. Um, and, okay, next point, I would say, for you, I'm gonna stress on this, touch on stress a little bit, what happens with um, stress is that a lot of people will go no food, as in they lose appetite altogether, which I've touched on before on a different live about the stress response. They have literally no food whatsoever um, or low food. So actually the same thing happens late at night. The body goes into that craving because it goes into the craving extreme, right? So it wants, it wants what it wants. As I said, the body is incredibly clever and will tell you what it needs we, as I said earlier, communicate, we actually, um, what's the word? Oh, I've got my words. What do we do? We decipher it as a craving monster or as um, stress eating or emotional eating. But actually all we're doing is we're, we're, we're almost, not stabbing sounds extreme, but we're restricting sugar from our body and our body is going to tell us what it wants and what it needs. It's going to tell us in no uncertain terms, give me the sugar, give me the energy, because I've got another 24, 48, 72 hours to go dealing with a high amount of stress and you're not giving me anything. And we go for it, like we go for the high carb meals and foods and everything else to, to get it at our bay. And actually, um, it's all to do with that. These are all responses that physically are happening. So it's not it's not a phantom thing. It's not a. Uh, it's not an emotional eating thing. It is a physical response sometimes to actions we take where we think we're actually doing the best thing from a health perspective. Um, and the thing is about all of these points and all these things that, that have come up because someone's like they're cra <laughs> cravings, cravings, cravings. I've had a lot of craving questions over the last couple of weeks. I'm craving, craving. Helen, what do I do? I'm craving. The thing is, what you do is you aim for three rounded meals, right? When I say rounded and three, like the timing, yes, right? I've got plenty of clients who actually tell me the timings of their meals. Why? So I can work out what's happening if they are suddenly having massive bouts, right? So this is thing to play. If you think, right, if you listen to this, this sounds like me, I don't know why I'm eating so much at night. Um, I don't know why I'm, I'm craving sugary things late at night. It must be stress. It must be uh, emotions. It must be like pretty said time of the month. Um, yeah, all the all of those answers might be correct. Also, though, the the thing I like to do with some of my clients is actually okay. Great, they send me your your meals. Great, send me pictures of food. Fantastic. I'm also going to ask the time of the day that you're eating the food, right? So I can see right if someone's eating, say they get up really early, half six in the morning, half six, and then they're having their lunch at say. 12 half 12 and they're not eating dinner until 7 7 30 at night 
the cravings kick in usually about three, four o'clock, right? If you listen to this and go, that sounds like me. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it is later on towards the day. Why? Because actually, say uh, like me, a client has no carbs at lunch and has, I don't know, like, like I used to have a chicken salad. No dressing. No dressing, no carb. So like no, no uh, new potatoes, not on a wrap, just as a salad in a bowl um, or just veggies, right? When they get into three o'clock, what's their body asking for? It's asking for sugar. What do they have? They have biscuits. Same thing applies for the, the craving monsters to some degree, actually, that comes in during the day. Although it's most commonly at night, actually. You still get it at the elevensies, right? So somebody has breakfast at, you know, seven o'clock, isn't planning to have lunch, lunch until one o'clock. Body's like this. It's going to happen. I can't wait that long. I'm going to need it before then. You can almost trick yourself into it, into the craving monster being there. But this is where the timings, the three rounded meals, the timings of them are also important of the content of them. So again, if I'm dealing with a client, I've got a couple of doing it in a minute. Food and time. Okay, so I can then space out and go, right, okay, so hang on, you had some chocolate rice cakes then. Uh, what did you have for your carb? Oh, I see you didn't have a carb, or you had a very small carb, or you had fruit, right? Or you had a few berries instead of an actual big piece of fruit. And start to tweak those things. And what happens over time is fascinating because you start to see the shift between behaviours. And it's not because stress has become any different. Uh, it's not because um, the life at home has changed any differently. Um, it's not because client's cycle has changed. It's literally because the client's body starts to respond to the sugar levels and starts actually, the volume starts to turn down or, or less frequently on the craving monster. So actually we see it coming out to play less or not as hollering as loud, shall we say. Um, and that's where it becomes important to to balance those things through the day. So <laughs> that, my friends, although I'm friends, so with a little bit of a uh, little bit of <laughs> interplay with the dogs at the beginning, is the craving monster. I'm going to recap it without dog barking, I hope this time. Uh, so what is it? It's something that happens usually, not all like exclusively, usually late at night. Um, after a long day, uh, it's either the language is, oh, you deserve it. You've been so good. Go on, go on. Um, and like I said, sometimes we relate that to being either a stress or emotional eating response. And actually, though, it can be something else. It can be our body's way of telling us that actually we're missing out on some of the things we're doing with our nutrition during the day. And it's having a knock on effect. Um, what is that's the most common thing? Like I said, I did. Not common, not, not the breakfast thing. I don't think it's common to have a cigarette and, cigarette and, and a coffee first thing in the morning. <laughs> as soon as you wake up. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> it's a different life. Um, however, some people skip. We'll just say skip breakfast. We'll say that. Skip breakfast. Um, have a pretty bare basic salad at lunch. No carb. Um, and then get into the evening, have a reasonable meal and then still crave and crave and crave and crave afterwards. Um, and actually, it's our body's way of saying, do you know what? You didn't give me enough during the day. So instead of looking at um, either having no carbs in the meals, um, looking to then bring in like a starchy carb like potatoes um, or think fruits, something that, that is going to help you through the day. Um, and not leave you with wanting that so much at night. And if you I said we'll get into solution again in a minute. Um, also, please, guys, don't take out sugar altogether. It's not the devil. It's just moderation, right? So a client talks about having a piece of chocolate every day and she's got a banging result at this point. Um, and she's kept her sugar levels level all the way and had 
very very minimal cravings you know we're all as i said all succumb to to stress and stress and time of the month however uh, we can eliminate some of the other areas that happens in our lives by changing how we structure the day um again if you're not eating at all because of high stress or low food then it can take the cravings to extreme so looking at the rounded meals and looking at the timings of your meals can absolutely definitively turn down what happens with the craving monster I've seen it multiple times. So if you're unsure or you think, oh, I'm sure it's just stress or emotional eating, time is to test it, right? Have a look at your own food diary. If you're not doing a food diary with your coach, start to become more mindful, become aware of what carbs you're eating and when. You're not going to gain weight by adding the carbs into the day during the, the you know, those carbs into the meals during the day. Because at the end of the day, if we accept the craving monsters taking control at night, you're eating more than that at night, definitively anyway. Um, so unless you really want, and this is the other side of it, right? I've also seen this as well. Some clients will want to really give in to the craving monster. And so, uh, we'll let that behavior continue once they're aware, just to throw that one in there, human behavior. We do like these things, right? Um, and it's on your own choice whether or not you succumb to the craving monster and let that be what happens or actually say, do you know what? Well, it's a couple of hundred extra calories. I'm eating probably about five, six at night. What's the harm in, in trying it and see what happens? You might be pleasantly surprised um, and as far when I've done this with clients it has been successful um, it's all about being aware of what we think and perceive is actually helping us lose weight um, and actually what the knock-on effect is um, when we're not taking care of that rounded meal the three rounded meals so yeah that's that one uh, oh look that actually kind of segues quite nicely why is a food diary important tomorrow oh look at that seamless Ooh, given some away today, but this one needs on. So if you um if you're thinking I don't do a food diary or I haven't done a food diary for a long time or I don't see the point of a food diary or why do one tomorrow, uh tune at five and find out why why a food diary uh is and can be reoccurring uh reoccurringly valuable for someone's journey. Um until then I will catch you tomorrow. Ciao.